0: What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and today I am going to talk to you about one of the most valuable tools I have ever discovered and how it changed my life. And the tool is the model and it represents the universal truth for how life works. Now, here's the thing. We are in March. The month of March. And we are talking about beliefs. This is in the belief series. Two weeks ago, I told you guys what a belief is. A belief is a thought that has special characteristics. Number one, It's a thought that you think is a fact, right? It's a thought that you think you cannot change. It's a thought that you think you cannot control. It's a thought that you think is true for everyone or that everybody would think the same thing, given your same circumstance. It's a thought you think is a fact. And number two, a belief is a thought that gives you an emotional response. Those are the defining characteristics of a belief. And then last week we talked about binary beliefs, which are really the fabric of the human condition, the fabric of human reality or or how we understand human existence, which is positive, negative, bad, good, right? Better, worse. Those are binary beliefs. Today, I'm going to talk to you guys about the universal truth and the model. Now, one of the things that I want to be clear about is that the model is more of something that you observe than something that you create, right? So it's like, I did not create the model. My teacher did not create the model. No one created the model. It is just there. It's always there. It's always in action. The universal truth is just working. It's like gravity. When someone discovers gravity, when someone discovers electricity, they didn't actually create it right? It's always there. It's always truth. It's always existing. It's always working. It's always happening. You know, people just put words and concepts and sounds and functions around these things, but that's the way the model is. That's the way the universal truth is. And that's the way I perceive the model because we are not creating models. We are observing models. We are experiencing models. We, they are happening as a, as, as life, we are not a separate entity from the model that we observe. We are active participants in it. We are not spectators of it. So we are, whatever we're observing is what we are in participation with, and it happens as it happens, and we cannot be separate from it, just like gravity. Right? We are always with and in gravity. And yet, the model is a belief, right? Gravity is a fact. But the model is not a fact, not yet. I see the universal truth and the model as the heliocentric view of the solar system in a world that has knowledge of a still and still holds knowledge of a geocentric view. And so while we can demonstrate the evidence of the model via observation, we are not yet in a place that we can prove it mathematically, and it is beyond the scope of this podcast to do so. And it is also not my intention to convince you of the universal truth or to, for you to use the model in your life, to apply it to your life. This episode is not about that. This episode is to explain to you the benefits of believing in the model as I perceive them, as I have learned to experience them, as they have worked for me and my students, and how you can use the model to align yourself with the universal truth, to create the life of your dreams as a co-creator with the superposition of all things at all times. One of the things that I have evolved through as I have coached myself and many of my students in my programs is that the model just keeps getting more intricate and deeper and useful to me. One of the things that I wanted to share is my involvement in teaching and understanding the model and how I think one of the most important things is believing in it. Simply accepting it is true. That's kind of like the first move, right? And it's not believing in the tool at your own expense. We're not saying just believe in it you know, for no reason, it's believing in the tool at your own success. It's believing in it because it will serve you. And that's, what's been true for me. As I take my work deeper into my own, you know, mind management, my own elevated alpha state, my results continue to blow my mind. And I'm continually astounded by how much power I have in my own life to create whatever it is that I want in my life. Things that I used to think were impossible are now easy for me, brother. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, like quitting marijuana Like when I stopped smoking marijuana, ending all pornography use and really changing my beliefs around women and sex in general, right? Like reducing my alcohol consumption to planned events instead of just, you know, on impulse creating money with ease and confidence, shifting my brain from a money scarcity to a money abundance where money is easy and everywhere And creating amazing relationships with everyone, you know, kind of removing all sense of jealousy and social anxiety and approach anxiety, just having amazing relationships with all people. All of these things have changed so much for me because of my deepening experience of of managing my mind and elevating my alpha state, using the model within myself to affect my external life. A lot of my work in the beginning was testing it on myself and testing it on my students. And I would have, and still have, a lot of students questioning me and wondering about the model and and the universal truth, questioning their models and whether something was really a fact or a thought, you know, that whole, you know, what is a fact, what is a thought, and you know, the belief, you know, the fabric that kind of holds those together, and did results really prove thoughts and, you know, some of these intricacies of the model. And after hundreds of models and dozens of students working through dozens or even hundreds of models of their own and really realizing that I couldn't find one exception where the universal truth didn't apply, where the model failed to demonstrate the universal truth in its simple complexity. And that gave me so much confidence in my own life and just really using it as a tool basically in the beginning to understand my belief systems that I was having about my past and myself and how much that was affecting me in my present, in my results. I would go through and do models on all my beliefs, all my thoughts that were causing me so much suffering, so much pain. And I would do it all day. Like I would just do models all day, literally just constant models, right? Just looking for the universal truth, seeing it play out, driving self-knowledge. What is belief? What do I believe? Why do I believe it? And how are these beliefs creating the results I have in my life? I would do it with my students, and then I would do it myself, and I would just always try to uncover anything that I hadn't been deliberately conscious of and hadn't been deliberately creating. You know, I even, I even would work it out with my friends, you know, and it was like unsolicited coaching in a kind of way. Everywhere I went, I would try to observe the universal truth through the model by separating circumstance from thoughts and paying attention to feelings, actions, and results created from those thoughts. And look, guys, to be honest with you, in the beginning, it wasn't about the model. It wasn't about taking a thought that I was currently having and creating an entire you know, model all the way through it. It was really just about thought swapping. It was just about, I just want to play with the relativity of thought, of perception, of belief, and opinion, and interpretation. I would ask myself, how many alternative ways are there to look at this circumstance, this situation? I'm going to try and look at it a different way. I'm going to try and think about this in a different way. I'm going to try to think about maybe this in the opposite way that I've been thinking about it and see if it changes anything for me. You know, you guys know probably if you've listened to several episodes of this podcast, I'm a very counterintuitive, counterculture type of thinker because I'm looking at the opposite. I want to see from that superposition, from that quantum alpha state, what else could, what other position, what other perspective, what other opinion could we have on this neutral circumstance now sometimes this would work and sometimes it wouldn't but what i learned was that it was optional to think what i was thinking that all thoughts were a choice and that was life-changing for me to recognize that my brain wasn't simply making observations factually it wasn't just taking in data but that it was having opinions about everything and those opinions were affecting the way i felt and the way i showed up and acted in my life this Light bulb, this epiphany moment, was unbelievably overwhelmingly exciting and empowering. I want you to also know, however, that it was terrifying because I kept looking at everything I didn't want in my life and I started having to take responsibility for it. And I had to own it. If I had a result in my life, I knew that I was the one creating it. If there was a feeling I was having, I knew I was the one creating it. If there was an action I wasn't taking or I was taking, I knew that it was within my ability and within my control to change that. And I hadn't been living that way. Right. I'd been living as a victim. I'd been living at the effect of my life. I'd been functioning as if my life was happening to me and I was just trying to deal with it. Right. That sort of victim mentality, the victim of life, if you will, (laughs) the victim of circumstance, you know, like having all these toxic people in my life and I have to deal with them instead of the truth, which is I have people in my life, and I have toxic thoughts about them, creating toxic relationships with them. You know, the fear, the anxiety, the jealousy, all the other emotions that I believed were coming from things outside of my body that were caused by other people, and I thought were out of my control, I now knew they were coming from my brain, and I was creating those emotions in myself, doing it to myself, not life doing it to me. And when I thought about the truth that my life wasn't happening to me, my thoughts were happening to me and that I can control my thoughts, everything started to change. So the first phase really is believing in the model by accepting it as true, in the sense that understanding that circumstances are not thoughts and there are things that exist factually And then there are things that exist only in our minds, only in our brain. And this is the momentous leap I talk about. This is the 80% of developing in your cognitive mastery. Now, the way I define a circumstance is something that everyone would agree is true, right? Everyone would agree that I'm talking right now. Everyone would agree that day follows night and water is wet. Everyone would agree that there is a computer on a table, right? In all languages, we commonly refer to this object as a computer and that object as a table, and the first is upon the second. There is a computer on the table. What I came to realize quickly is that there were much fewer facts than I thought. There were much fewer truths that existed outside of my brain than I thought. I thought everything was happening, and I was just interpreting, right? So that was kind of my first belief. That's what happened as I watched my students go through and when they first start to realize it, I watched them have the same cognitive dissonance of recognizing the difference between what they thought was true, what they thought was an observation and recognizing that it was a judgment, that things that we had been taught are good or things that we've been taught are bad are simply just opinions And that there is no good and bad that exists in the world outside of us, outside of our brain. All the adjectives and adverbs are really only happening in our brain, and everything else is just neutral. That, I think, is a really challenging paradigm shift for a lot of people. It was for me, but it was also incredibly empowering. I loved knowing that I had a lot more control over my experience than I thought I did. And as I started to evolve into believing the model at that first level. I started using that belief to understand other people's actions instead of just understanding my own models and why I was feeling the way I was and why I was acting the way I was. I was able to start looking at other people's behaviors and understand that they were acting the way they act because of what they're thinking and because of what they're feeling. This opened me up to experience other people in a much more loving way where I wasn't constantly judging them. This is the beginning of building and creating amazing relationships. When you understand at a level beyond intellect, more at the level of belief, of truly knowing it to be true, the universal truth, you start to feel this amazing connection with the human race. You start to understand, it's like, oh, they're doing that because of how they think and feel. It has nothing to do with what I said or did. And oh, I, I'm doing this because of how I think and feel. There is nothing I can do to affect how other people feel, and there's nothing other people can do to affect how I feel. And this included people who didn't believe what I believe. This included people who didn't act the way I did. This started to include everyone. This included all people, even the people people that did horrible things. I started understanding human nature in a way that I think made my heart really open up, really explode in a way I can only describe as unbound freedom and unlimited compassion. It made me open up to the world. That's what happens when we do this work, when we elevate our alpha state, when we start uncovering our own layers of judgment, our own layers of thoughts towards ourselves, towards other people, and recognize them for just what they are. They're just thoughts in our brain, just sentences in our mind, and we stop using them against ourselves and against other people, and we drop into a a way of being in the world that is so much easier where we don't have to try to shove everything into right and good and better and just push away things that we think is bad or evil or wrong. And instead, we just open up our hearts to understanding all of it, the fullness of what it means to be human in a way that relaxes so much of the resistance and so much of the judgment in relationships. So many of my students just want to jump to that intentional model, right? That feel better and create my life on purpose model. And what I found was at this transformation, as this transformation kind of happened in my own life, as I applied this model to my own life, I started to notice that I didn't have to do that intentional model, that second model. I would recognize my current model. I would recognize that I was thinking a negative thought and that I was, that, that thought was affecting me negatively, and instead of having to come up with you know this replacement thought or this new thought, I could simply recognize that it was optional, that the thought itself was not the truth, that the thought itself was just a choice, just a perspective, just a judgment. I could recognize that the thought was my source of pain, right? It was how I was perceiving pain, and it would just start to dissolve. I didn't need to replace it. I didn't need to feel better right away. And that kind of took me to the second phase of aligning myself with my alpha by really recognizing that I don't need a new thought to feel better because feeling negatively is fine. I want you guys to understand that that's kind of like that second phase. And I will recognize that I'm the one causing the negative emotion with my own thinking, but I don't have to push it away right away. I don't have to get to the better feeling thought so I can feel better because there's nothing bad about feeling bad. Right. I was opening myself up not only to what was going on in my mind, but also to that next layer, which is really what goes on in our body, what goes on in emotionally. Like there are people who will tell you that feeling good all the time is okay. Like that even may be the goal. Like you just want to feel good. You can be happy, like happiness coaches. And that's totally cool. Although that sounds amazing, it did not serve me. It does not serve me because anytime I wasn't feeling good. I was feeling bad that I wasn't feeling good and trying to resist the feeling of badness, which in itself was coming from my own subjectivity. I was layering the negative emotion. And when I started recognizing that bad feelings aren't bad, that negative feelings aren't really negative, they just don't feel good, right? They're just vibrations in my cells, but I don't have to make them mean that something's gone terribly wrong. I could just make them mean that I'm having a thought. It took me to the next layer of belief and growth about what I believe it is to be human. (laughs) What it is to have that experience of contrast, to have that experience of negative and positive. The idea that you can't truly find what you love without truly understanding what you don't love. That you can't understand what feels good unless you understand what feels bad. And when you see that the negative and the bad and the wrong is all necessary in order to feel and define the good, the right, the better. This is where indomitable self-confidence comes from when you are unafraid to feel negative emotions and even have the desire to feel negative emotions on purpose. You become more and more open to any experience, regardless of what you believe the feeling will be that accompanies it, which floods you with indomitable self-confidence and self-assuredness. Our willingness to be uncomfortable and to open up to the experience of anything in life, knowing that it is only thoughts that create our emotions. And the worst thing that can happen is we think a thought that causes us pain. Then we become fearless of our own emotion. When you are afraid of how you might feel, you give away all your power. When you are not afraid of feeling any emotion, you open up to life in a way that I don't know any other way to open you up as much. Like understand that. I want to repeat that actually. So let's repeat that. When you are not afraid of feeling anything, you are now in a place of total Freedom and empowerment. You have elevated your alpha state and are walking in freedom as an alpha male. Empowerment and freedom are some of the highest levels of positive emotion you can feel. If you are willing to feel humiliation, if you are willing to feel doubt, if you are willing to feel failure and shame, then you are willing to live on a cognitive level in a way that is so much bigger than the primitive brain, the beta condition, would have us live, would choose us to live, which would be on the couch watching Netflix which is the equivalent of the primitive cave with the fire inside. So the first layer was my thinking and really understanding that, right? The second layer was really feeling and opening up and believing that I could believe anything and understanding that all my actions need to be fueled by the emotions that I choose to feel. And some people will say to me, well, I'm fueled by negative emotion. I'm fueled by fear. Fuel. In fact, I am fueled by fear. In fact, I had an ex-girlfriend who would say to me that the way she made her money, she was very, she's very well financially, but she said the way she made her money is through the fear of being poor. She always was afraid of not having enough. She was motivated to make money through that fear. So she's afraid of not having enough. So she gets up and goes to work every day. And I would try to explain to her that she's switching models, right? I could try to explain to her this is not really what's happening because she would say that she's doing that because she's afraid, but the reason why she's really doing it is not because of fear. The action is not coming from fear. You have to understand how your mind allows you to move forward despite a negative emotion. Negative emotions cause paralysis, that cause an action. It's with a new thought that says it's worth it. I can do this. It's either confidence or courage. If you think about having fear and then taking action when you're experiencing fear, then you're actually using courage. That's the emotion of courage, even though fear is still present. And so fear. Is is not driving the action. Courage is driving the action. Our actions are always reflective of the way we are feeling. To understand that, I could choose to be fueled by love. I could choose to be fueled by belief beyond my capacities. I could choose to be fueled by happiness joy and ambition and determination instead of hiding in doubt was one of the biggest light bulb moments that I've ever had with the universal truth. And in a way, the biggest epiphany, I'm going to end with this, guys, because the, the in a way, the biggest epiphany that I had in believing in the model was in the results line. I had believed that circumstances are different than thoughts, right? I got that. I had believed that thoughts were sentences in my mind. I knew that. I had believed that feelings were caused by thoughts and that feelings were all good. (laughs) You know, they're, they're all purposeful. They're all necessary. There isn't a world that exists in which negative emotion is a bad thing, right? Negative emotion is a needed thing. So I had all that. It was a huge move. But this final step in understanding, sort of imbuing the universal truth in me was how to manifest my life through cognition. No matter what result you want, you create it with your thoughts first. And whatever result you have now, you're creating with your thoughts first. That doesn't mean the circumstances that you have in your life. I'm not talking about the circumstances, you know, what people do, what people say. I'm talking about the results. I'm talking about what you're creating with your thoughts. So if you look around at all your results in your life, you know, your body weight, your relationships, your bank accounts, the house you live in, the car you drive, everything, all of those results you're creating with your cognition, with your beliefs. This is something that blows minds during consultation calls you can literally put anything in the R line. If you look at the model, if you've seen it, if you've done it, like I know this is a podcast, so it's hard to see, go back and take a look at some of the first few podcast episodes because I go through the model and I go through every component of the model. And you can generally put anything in that results line and create it with your mind. Now, there's a difference between understanding something intellectually, like understanding the concept, and then really believing in it. So I went to work. I had to prove it to myself. I stopped watching pornography. I wanted to stop watching pornography. I wanted to stop smoking marijuana. So that's what I did. I, that was my desire. And you know what? My desire for the R line was not just to stop these behaviors, guys. I wanted to be clear. My desire in the R line, my result that I wanted was to not desire to watch pornography or smoke dope, to have these things be relevant to me, you know, to have them be not interesting to me at all. You know, it. Even talking to them now, talking about them now, I feel like they're like another part of my life, like I, I, <laughs> a previous life. And you know what? At the time for me, that felt impossible. That felt like the most possible thing I could ever have imagined in my life because I'd lived with both of those things for so long. But I believed in the model enough to put it to work and enough to check it out and put them in the R line. I believed enough to practice that model to see if I could create it for myself. And I think what happened was that when I created that model for myself and I lived into that model, and I became that model and I'm now living that result as a solid result in my life. That's when it really, that's when it kind of hit me. It's like, I can put anything I want in there, like anything, there's nothing that can't be done. And again, this happened years ago. Understand if you you know go back and this happened a long time for me this was just one of my first experiences with uh, elevating my alpha state and i did that i proved it to be true to myself and you know, since then i've made mil, you know hundreds of thousands maybe million dollars running multiple businesses in multiple countries guys understand that like i've been overseas i've been to all 50 states over 45 countries and in these countries i've created businesses i've created wealth i've created jobs i've learned to speak multiple languages and you know the list goes on and on you know i've i've <laughs> i've seen things i've done things that most people haven't, aren't even thinking about or imagining. And it's all because of the universal truth. It's all because of the model and that results line, deciding what I want and believing into it. And when I work with my students and take consultation calls, I can see that you guys haven't quite made the shift yet because you're allowing yourselves to believe thoughts that will create the opposite. Right? Thoughts like, I'm not good at this. This isn't working for me. I don't know if I like this. I should change my mind. Check this out. If you believed with all your heart that all you had to do was put your deepest desire into the results line of the model, into the results line of the universal truth, and then believe it into being, you would not indulge in any thought that didn't support that. You wouldn't even go there. Your brain wouldn't even—you would stay committed, and faithful to your desired model, no matter what, you would watch your brain and try to pull it away, and you would come right back, and your brain would try to go there. Obviously, you know, it would try to run there, it would try to hit that because that's, you know, it's believing what it believes now. But you'd be watching it. You know, you'd be so cognizant of it, so conscious of it. You know, I have an example. You know, I try to be an example of that for you. You can put whatever you want into that results line into the into your being. You can create your own reality. And I urge you, I encourage you to just accept this as true. Just as you accept the sun will rise tomorrow morning, and brother, if you do that, if you accept the universal truth to be true, the same way you accept the sun will rise tomorrow, it will be so. Now check this out. I'm a life coach in the general sense, and an alpha state coach, you know, specifically, or whatever you want to call it—cognitive mastery coach, cognitive coach, whatever. But in the life coach industry, there's a lot of people that talk about the woo-woo, <laughs> right? They talk about the spiritual, they talk about the magic—that pseudoscience, that conjecture—and you guys know I'm a scientist, and I follow the scientific method, and I think that's a lot—a lot of reasons why you guys enjoy listening to this podcast because I'm coming at you from that position from that real neuroscience cellular biology and you know biochemistry neurochemistry social dynamic like it's real you know real evidence based stuff but here's the thing brother and i really want you to know this quantum physics and creating your own reality is really kind of woo woo right it's kind of out there like if you really think about what we understand in compared to what we don't understand there's a lot more of what we don't understand it's beyond our current education. It's it's having faith in something that you don't quite 100% understand. Living from the alpha state means living in what the beta condition views as a paradox. And I've mentioned this before, the the alpha state lives in a paradox. With all the mystical, as mystical as it all is, there's still a very real science behind it. As out there as it may seem, as woo-woo as it may seem, the conclusions always follow from the premise. However, From the position of the beta condition, the paradox is very real. And I think that's the hardest thing for many of us. Whatever metamorphosis we make, we cannot understand the change from the position of the destination. We can only understand from or we can we cannot understand the change from the position of The present moment. We can only understand the change from the position of the destination. We cannot know what it means to be a butterfly while we're still a caterpillar, right? But when we're a butterfly, we understand that it was necessary to be a caterpillar. We understand that paradox. Whatever thing you're committed to believing, it's exactly the same. It's harder to believe it when there is a trace of doubt. And of course, this must be true. There must be this trace of doubt when it requires faith, when it requires believing in yourself and in your own creation and in what you can do. You have to ask yourself, do you really believe this? Do you want to believe this? It's your choice. It's your conviction. Do you choose to believe that you are the one in control of what you create in this lifetime? Do you believe that your thoughts create your feelings 100% of the time? Not sometimes, brother. 100% of the time. That is the truth. 100% of the time, your thoughts create your feelings. Your feelings drive your actions and you will create your results in your life no matter what they are, no matter how impossible you think they are. You are the one that is running the model of your life. When you look at the biggest result in your life, that is your model. Do you know what your desired model is and are you living into it on the day to day? Are you believing in it no matter what? Are you believing in it harder than anyone else gives you the right to believe in anything? I'm doing it for me to prove it true to myself, but also to prove it true for you. To do the thing that seems impossible to anyone who doesn't have the model, but seems inevitable to anyone who does and uses it and understands it. I know it's not a mistake that I am where I am with this model and have used it and taught it to so many people. I know that it's on purpose. And so I know that my ultimate proof and creation and inspiration will come from setting and creating the most possible goal. So the question is, how do you believe in the model? If you choose to, how? You believe in the model the same way you believe in anything else. And I want to give you a couple tips. First, believe in the model as a concept practice believing it and proving it to yourself. See it in your own life, how your own thoughts have created your results. See in other people's lives, how their thoughts have created their results. Trace them back. See how they're creating their feelings, their actions, their results in their life. There is no exception to this rule. There is no exception to this observation. So you can find it everywhere and then bring it home to what it is you want to create And then start practicing and believing that start putting it in the R line of your model. Start thinking the thoughts that help you become the person who feels the feels and does the do's and creates the results of the the goal you want to achieve. You'll know when you truly believe because the result will match the thought you'll manifest it in your life. That's when you truly believe that's when you have the result. So your brain can use it as evidence. Now check this out. When my students say to me, I 100% believe that I will do this. That's very different than believing you are this. This is done, not something you're holding off in the future, but something you're being right now. You are being the person, not that you will become the person, but that you are the person now. And then the universe just catches up to the person you're already being. It's almost like it's as good as done. You know, checks in the mail. I've bought the plane ticket. I just have to, you know, wait for the time. (laughs) I just have to wait the week until the the, the boarding time is there, right? it's just closing the gap of time. The belief is strong enough. I love the imagery of creating a thought that generates an emotion, like a magnet that draws you in, right? Like a magnet that draws you into your behavior. So that way you're not thinking about the how. It draws you into actions. You're not thinking about the how so much. It's more just the feeling that you have. So you're acting automatically. As long as you keep generating the belief and the feeling that will lead you to get there through the action, through the how. Look, let's say you want to make a million dollars. There are a million ways to make a million dollars. You just have to believe that you have already created a million dollars and you'll find one of the ways to make that happen. That's why I'm not an action coach. I don't tell my students what to do. You will already know what to do. You will already know what to do. You do already know what to do when you believe that you are the person that already has the thing, because when you believe you're the really already when you believe you're the person that already has the thing, you don't have to think about what to do. You're just gonna be already doing it. Check this out, guys. I'm gonna wrap this up, but I want you to take this time to question if you've been a part of the podcast audience for a long time. If you've been a student, if you've been with me and you've heard heard all the podcasts, maybe you've had a consultation call or you're enrolled in the Spartan Academy, I want you to sit back and I want you to ask yourself, is there an area of your life where you think the model isn't applying? It's important that you check this out. It's important you you look at your, your own life and ask your own brain this. Is there an area of suffering in your life? Are you suffering where you think you aren't creating that suffering for yourself? And question that because when you believe in the model 100%, then you can apply it 100% to your life to create what it is that you want. You are creating all the emotions in your life, the good and the bad. You're creating all the results in your life, the ones you want and the ones you don't want. It is the thing that exists. It is always working, whether you believe it or not. So you might as well utilize it (laughs) and live the most deliberate life, the most alpha life, the best life that you want to live. So here's the deal. Just like the last two episodes on belief, right? I encourage you to question your belief in the universal truth and the model and question the belief and then question if you want to believe in it. Question the value in it. Is this valuable? Will, could this serve me? Would this serve me? And if you think that it does, what is the thing that you want to create with the belief that you have? What do you want to create utilizing the universal truth with your belief in the universal truth and your belief in the model? And that's what I got for you today. Guys, look, it is March in the Spartans. This is what we're doing. We are believing new things. We are using the model to create intentional results, determined results this is a real process. This is how people manifest the life of their dreams. And if you want that training, if you want that skill set, that coaching, if you want to learn this, go to the male coach.com and check it out. It'll say work with Kevin right up top, click it and right underneath it'll say, Elevated Alpha Society Spartans. That is the academy. That is where you can enroll and learn to develop your skill set of cognitive mastery. If you have any questions whatsoever, you can go to that same website, The Alpha Male Coach, and click on a free 45-minute call book, a free 45-minute call with me. I'll take you through it. I'll take you through the universal truth. I'll take you through the model. I'll show it to you. I'll prove it to you. I'll free your mind right there, brother. And then you can enroll in the Spartans. And then we can do the work together. And then you can get on board and then elevate your alpha. And that's the move. And so until next week, when we talk about more about beliefs, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha. Your Guide to Shifting to the Alpha Mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.